0: Where did we go? One man. Went to sleep and then like woke up and did some stuff and then came back to work the next
1: day. He was one man. He had one desire. Her name was? Everything's like in a, right?
2: Like in a time, in a place, in a land before time, in a world. (laughs) Right. No world, Jack. Oh, you got to adjust my levels. (laughs) Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're a I mean, we like you and everything, but hey. you are just a little loud in, in, my, in well, my brain space.
2: I'm trying, to, I'm trying to be the new voice. Of, I think it's uh, too, uh, too, much life, too, much, too much compression. Too
1: much compression. Too much compression? Manic compression. Oh, <laughs> anybody a fan of a band called Quicksand? No? Okay. Uh, they had an album called Manic Compression that I thought was uh, wow. a neat title. Anyway, Captain's Log, Stardate 04172022, this. It's free talk live in the studio tonight. It is myself, the Lord, Doctor, Reverend Captain Kickass, joining me, Steve Classic, and Richie Rich. Hey, welcome back, guys. Thank you. Yeah, indeed. Oh, yeah. Um, I, expect, going. I expect to have some callers. If you wish to call and join us, the telephone number is 603 283 6160. Again, 603 283 6160. Phones are open right now.
0: I think I know who we're expecting. right now. Right I'm expecting,
1: uh, well, I mean, outside of the usual suspects, <laughs> uh, expecting a couple of people to, to call. So oh. we'll see if they follow through or if they chicken out or, what? you know. Yeah, Come man. on, Kahuna, call in. Chickens! <laughs> <laughs> or uh, 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 I don't want to say his, uh, uh, it's uh, Sorcisto. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I believe may call. Uh, I don't know if that's the name he'll go this by. in
0: Canto language but, or whatever uh, it's called. It, Esperanto.
1: It, yeah, I don't. I'm actually only saying part of it, and I'm probably saying it wrong, but you we know we don't talk about Esperanto. Uh, but I do want to talk about this article from Jamie Redmond over at Bitcoin.com. Oh, so you guys remember the bailouts of 2008, right? When the uh, the
2: housing collapse,
1: yeah the the market bubble and all that kind of prop stuff, up and the housing. And so, a uh, too big to fail that was where the <laughs> right? that was the yes. the phrase du jour that the government decided to use to mm. uh say basically, "Oh we're going to rape you taxpayers uh, to bail out these large corporations that really should be out of business,
3: but they're too
2: big to fail
0: and and everybody <laughs> just sort of laid down and took it <laughs> well, okay, yes, they did. What would you have suggested the people do otherwise uh n- eject okay you know i mean there
1: are ways of uh sort of getting rid of the bad guys okay uh, you can look to history for examples of doing so uh, people of course could have gotten together and just figured out a way to discontinue paying these bastards uh that that would be the number one thing you know, if you cut off their method of collecting fundage, now, of course, they could still go to their buddies at the Federal Reserve and go, hey, print us up a bunch of money. So, like, it, it's almost a moot
0: point at this point. Odd that they can do that and yet still tax, right? That's one of those, like, everyone knows it's a thing. Yeah. But it's conspiratorial to talk
1: yeah, about. And in fact, it, it, like, somebody was telling me, and I haven't verified any of this, somebody's telling me that the amounts that the federal government collects in, say, income tax, for example, uh is only enough to maybe pay the interest payment on all of the money the government has borrowed from the Federal Reserve. Okay. So like You're
2: borrow more money yeah, to, it's like, to keep the thing going.
1: You know, it's like, oh just pay your subscription fee <laughs> and you know we'll print as much as you like. You know
2: <laughs> more movies so coming.
1: It's like the Federal Reserve is is the Netflix <laughs> right. of, of government monetary policy. Right. You know they just We need
2: more subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> To Keep the printing presses going.
1: So, following the controversial bank bailouts and troubled asset relief program, also known as TARP, TARP. in 2008, uh, reports show in late 2019 and 2020, the U.S. Federal Reserve participated in providing trillions. With a T? With a T. -t 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 Trillions of dollars in secret repo loans to mega banks at the end of march investigative journalists pam and russ martins from wall street on parade uncovered 3.84 trillion
0: in stealth repo loans this is 14 years later this is like last march 14 years after the bailouts the the crack investigative team has found some things just wait okay uh
1: Three point eight four trillion in stealth repo loans from the Fed to French financial institution BNP in quarter one of twenty twenty. Additional data indicates that the US central bank leveraged secret repo loans to provide a whopping forty eight trillion dollars to megabanks in late twenty nineteen and into twenty twenty, just as the COVID and the lockdowns were on setting. What would you do at forty-eight trillion dollars? Forty-eight
2: 40
0: t-
1: t- t- tr- trillion dollars. Trillion. This is in addition to By all not, like both <laughs> of Jeff like,
0: Bezos's yachts.
1: <laughs> this is in addition to all of the trillions of dollars that they've printed up. Right. Right. You know, in their quantitative easing and you know whatever mm. other BS yeah. terminology Tarp. they're using. Reports show the Fed funneled tens of trillions to megabanks in 2019 and 2020, while Wall Street eagerly awaits the Federal Reserve's next benchmark rate hike decision. Ooh. A number of investigative reports show the U.S. Central Bank participated in massive bank bailouts that are of biblical proportions. Oh. The first report stems from Wall Street on parades Pam and Russ Martins, which accuses the Fed. Uh, we talked about this $3.84 trillion already. The Martins findings highlight many more secret loans that come from a data dump derived From the New York Federal Reserve Branch. The data dump showcases secret repo loans from the Fed megabanks from September 17, 2019 to July 2, 2020. The Wall Street Unparade authors say the media has not reported on the data dump at all. Of course not. (laughs) Why would they? They have a chart here that I'm not going to bother describing. It's Uh, got lines on it, some numbers. It does, and some labels. It goes this way and that way. It just keeps going
2: up and up and up.
1: Mainstream media has heretofore instituted a news blackout on the names of the banks that received the repo loan bailouts and the Fed's data releases. The Martins exposed details. As of 4 p.m. today, and this was a couple of days ago now, we see no other news reports on this critical information that the American people need to see, the author said on March 31st, 2022. As of today, April 13th, 2022, there are no. Mainstream media outlets that have covered this news after Bitcoin.com searched for more information. Pam and Russ Martin's findings are scathing. The data dumps numbers almost seem unfathomable. The report states, quote, the Fed data released this morning shows that the trading units of six global banks received 17.66 trillion of the 28.6 trillion in term adjusted cumulative loans or 63 percent of the total for all 25 trading houses that borrowed through the Fed's repo loan program in the first
0: quarter of 2020. So this could just be me projecting a little bit. Sure. So forgive my ignorance. But sometimes when I hear those numbers, Mm -hmm. they're so large for me to conceptualize. Yeah, me too. That there's nothing I can do with that information.
2: Yeah, where did they get all that
0: money? Like. Even even if you could answer that, like, <laughs> well, what difference does it make to me, they like it my up. average every day-to-day yeah. life? Well, right. what it
1: means is that uh, additional inflation, right? right. The, the common folk out there going, oh, Putin's price increase. Well, Putin has <laughs> nothing to do, literally nothing to do
0: with the price increases on your store shelves. Right, but the common folk, they see the price go up, and they go, gosh darn, guess I'm broke still. Right. Yeah. Like, and they go, like, well, it's because they're printing $48 trillion and giving it to the big banks. Well, and, and of course, so, to, to
1: so what, as much as this $48 trillion is unfathomable to conceptualize, yeah. you have to add it to the additional 30, uh, 30 or so trillion in Even the last once, year and the year before that. So like, th- it's just a further illustration of the dilution of the value of the dollar. Sure. So what that means, of course, the value to you or to anybody who can't fathom these numbers is just that it's gonna get worse. Yeah. Why? Inflation is here, uh, you're you're
0: already poor, everything is getting more expensive, well it's gonna escalate. Yeah, I hear it with the national debt too. Like whatever that whatever how many dozens of trillions of dollars that is, I go on what? It's not like it's ever gonna be paid off. It's a it's it's a it's an irrelevant number to most people. Yeah, I this like point. this
1: music
2: that you're playing. Six
1: zero three two eight three six one six zero. Yeah, I made it myself. Yeah, it's great. I didn't. This is Free Talk Live. More coming up. Before the music kicks in if you're talking and i have the headphones on i totally can't hear
0: you all. i was like running the bit through my head and trying to decide whether or not to it, it was to use it on air as we came back or whether it was going to be too objectionable uh, in some former content
1: well and since we're already back i guess it's too late this time
0: it could be or I could, like, say the bit and you could tell me. No, or I don't get save or the, we save the bit. We, we could wait we,
1: until another
0: time that we come back. No, well, we see. go to okay. break.
2: Save the bit for when we're going to break.
0: I don't want to do it on air until I get approval first. All right. Because it could be well, offensive to some people. All
1: right, Steve, uh, we're, we'll, you'll be the approval guy.
0: Okay all right so so if i say it, he's approved it i've just delegated it, i approve I, this message know, i have the dump button so <laughs> okay. like you know i can it's, override well it's not that objectionable it's not like it's coming not, from you i don't know man i have never been dumped on this show uh,
2: i don't think the fcc would object to anything
0: oh, that richard yeah. uh you've never been dumped yet that is true <laughs> on this show. up until this point <laughs> what about other shows uh no, I don't think so. I've never called I've only called into this show. I'm not like Hey, of speaking of calling
2: radios. in, you can call in right now at 60 oh, call the terrorist hotline 603-283-6160. Thank you.
0: You got to nice. repeat it though. Nice I'll say it twice.
1: 603-283-6160 if you would like to join us in the studio tonight here at Free Talk Live. It's myself the captain, Steve Classic, and Richie Rich. We're talking about this article from Bitcoin.com uh, about these repo loans, these stealth bailouts that no other media, at least mainstream media, is talking about, except for the folks over at Bitcoin.com, this particular article penned by Jamie Redmond to the tune of 48
0: t- 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 trillion dollars Whatever that means, to with the T. It's a lot of money, that's what it means. It's a lot of money. You show me one of those graphs where it's like the size of the Empire State building with hundred dollar bills yeah, and this little the little man scale down there like this is what forty eight trillion dollars looks like. I go like Okay. Yeah. Like so Impossible. To stuff's gonna get more expensive at the grocery store. Right. That's like so, the, so the bottom line. Point number for me. one is
1: they they've given out these uh loan, these bailout loans is uh, the closest thing they can be compared to, like the 2008 "Too Big to Fail" when when they did all that, right? Except this 48 trillion exceeds that amount of money significantly. So, if you were uh, at all upset with the fact that the government decided to bail out these "Too Big to Fail" companies, uh, you should be as upset, if not more, that it has done it again, and even more money this time. And apparently, there's a media blackout. No, I think I think it's Putin's price hike, isn't it? Poontang did not have anything to do with this. <laughs> okay. Vladimir Poontang. Isn't that... That's how you pronounce it, right? Easy scapegoat. Yeah. Tang? Tank? The economist explains that the bailouts were supposed to be stopped by the Dodd-Frank Act, but U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen helped change that. Well, what happened apparently was that while the Dodd-Frank Act was being rewritten by Congress, Janet Yellen changed the wording around and said, well, how do we define a general liquidity crisis? Hudson told... Martin's during a phone interview, well, it doesn't mean that what you and I mean by a liquidity crisis, meaning the whole economy is illiquid, Hudson added. The professor of economics at the University of Missouri-Kansas City continued, Dodd-Frank was supposed to say, okay, we're not going to let banks have their trading facilities, the gambling facilities on derivatives, and just placing bets on the financial markets. We're not supposed to help the banks out of these problems at all. So I think the reason that the newspapers are going quiet on this is the Fed broke the law, and it wants to continue breaking the law. Oh no, they broke the law.
2: Breaking
0: the law.
1: I know. Uh, it's it's only illegal when you or I do it,
0: right? Right. When when government does it, well, uh, what what uh, sort of penalty are uh, they going to face? Yeah. They bailed out their buddies with trillions upon trillions, dozens of trillions of dollars, yep, and nothing. Nothing will ever come of it. No, I know. Even if the media, did, even if the media, the mainstream media, like was it was reporting it what's what's the solution what are we supposed to do about it like how how is the people supposed to hold them accountable for this nonsense it's not going to happen
1: well that's a good question richie rich how are the people supposed to hold these people accountable
0: well you
2: can you can beat them at their own game right like you were saying that if you if you become one of the lobbyists or a collective or you know collective group becomes part of a lobbyist organization i don't know Okay, I don't. Know I don't if think I that'll. That'll probably that <laughs> never work. That'll probably never work. We're not corrupt enough. We're too honest.
0: So how how do these people get held accountable, Richie? Rich, I don't know. That's I'm. I'll throw out the question. I don't have an answer. For, from an individual perspective, right? The only thing I can think of on the nonviolent side of things, right, is you have to stop using their money. Yes. And yes. prior to crypto, prior to Bitcoin and all that other stuff, right? I always I told people like get out of Federal Reserve notes, stop using dollars. Yes. Like what you have to do with your dollars is immediately convert it to something of higher value. And I would have coworkers go like, well, I need it for food and gas. And I go like, that's higher value, right? But whatever's left over, buy something else with it. Right. right. And like maybe not spend it, but yep. gold, silver, whatever you can afford. Yep. Like you have to get out of that system somehow.
2: Well, you Crypto- could you could buy food. I mean, food in my freezer is an appreciating asset right now. It is. It's true. Right. If I, mean, I bought I, if I bought chicken, at seventy nine cents a pound. Yeah. It's like it's dollar seventy nine. Yeah. It's gone up,
0: yeah. making money. And I've been looking on Craigslist regularly for, <laughs> for like a, a, No, for a <laughs> chest freezer to. <laughs> do do oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they've
1: been few and far between. I'm also looking for a chest freezer. Yeah. I have a very small area, and I need a very specific size. But I keep finding ones that are way too big or way too small. Okay. Right. So uh, I'll I'll will ping you if I find one. And please do. You know. But they haven't been. I, I keep bumping into ones that are like the commercial ones, like the roll-top freezer. 72 cubic feet. Like, no, what? no, like the so, roll-top at the convenience store oh, for keeping oh, the ice right. cream cones in, yeah. that kind of thing. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to have a, right. a good
0: it. humor freezer in my kitchen. Be- because like you said, like I, I'm, I'm in a small apartment, and I don't have a lot of fridge space or space as it is. But I realize that dollars are going nowhere and food prices are going up. Right. So I'm trying to get as much, you know,
2: Right, you either you non-perishables either, as you they can. If you cook it if you cook it and dehydrate it, maybe that could be a way to do it Could and be. store it that way.
0: There's a lot of good solutions mm. on stuff like that, yeah, but in I, general, it's not holding if, them but accountable. But if you but
2: if you find a local farmer who may take cash or crypto or gold backs to get into like a CSA or some type of thing like, oh, I'm going to buy 10 chickens over the next. The easier year, thing to
1: do of course <laughs> yeah. is to find a community that's already making these types of maneuvers. They're yeah. uh, already exchanging in alternate currencies whether it's uh, gold, silver, uh, gold backs for example, sure. cryptocurrency, that type of thing. Uh, if you are of a freedom mind, And you want to take steps to insulate yourself from what is coming, because this next bit talks about how the Federal Reserve members are split on whether or not U.S. inflation will be persistent. As (laughs) long as they print the
0: money, it's going to be persistent. How can you be split on Uh this?
1: Like, if if you think it's not going to be persistent, you're a moron. Uh, And if you think it's going to be persistent, well, you're probably spot on. Because not only is it going to be persistent, it's
0: going to escalate. The only thing that curbs that a little bit is the shrinkflation or the technological advantages, advances that bring prices down and pressure up against it.
1: Only when allowed Only when by, allowed. by the government, yeah. right? So we see that with electronics like television, for example. That's the easy example, yeah. Totally cheap. Tesla batteries, are they full of diesel fuel? 603-283-6160. We'll talk about that and more here on Free Talk Live. It's the Sunday Night Edition. And just because you're racist doesn't mean people won't be offended, okay? I'm sorry. I
0: thought That's, it would be fun. That's all. Uh, oh, oh, we're back. Oh, we're back. oh my goodness.
1: Uh, this, this is Free fun. Talk Live. Uh, 603-283-6160 is the telephone number, I believe. Yes, it is. 603-283-6160. We've got, uh, we'll get to your calls in just a moment. In the studio, it's myself, the Lord Reverend Doctor Captain Kickass, joining me, Steve Classic, and Richie
0: Rich. Now, what were you going to say about Elon? Uh, Elon. El- El- S- El-
1: El- 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 what I
0: wanted to know is because, like, he's South African. Yeah. He's an African. Okay. But he's a white African. Okay. So is he African? He's American. And if, does he? If he's, is he even American? I think like, he's yeah, American is he citizen? even a citizen? I don't know. I don't know either. He, he all the talk about him being president seems moot in my point Although, because he's not
1: qualified. I'm so tired of everybody talking about Musk. How freaking Musk? Musk,
0: Musk, Like, oh my gosh, man. Like I, I I he took over the troll responsibilities from Donald Trump while Biden's in office. <laughs> <laughs> it's this it's this whole like celebrity worship thing where like everybody's looking to like everybody's looking for their savior and so the the, the savior du jour is now Elon. Right. Elon. So I, w- I was talking to a friend about this on the podcast. He is a fan of Elon, and his words, not mine, or his thoughts, not mine, is whatever Elon's doing, like all the companies that he founded, all the startups, that he, all the projects that he's into, right, he is doing because he thinks it's the right thing to do and that it's what's going to move humanity as a whole forward. Do you think he thinks that, though, or what? is he just trying to like, know make more that. money?
1: Like, he's a brilliant marketer. Right. And he always has been. That's why he's right. been as successful as he has. Uh so like to me all he's doing is more marketing. How much more money does he need?
0: Well, how much money does anybody need? It's none well, of your
2: business.
1: It's <laughs> none of my, you're right.
0: It's none <laughs> of my business. But my point is that at some point, right, like I what what I'm saying is if I had as much money as Elon, you wouldn't even know I existed. You'd be trolling the internet too. No. I wouldn't. Would. I'd disappear. You'd be bored. You'd be be would, you, would be, you would be talking about me in the past tense, like, whatever happened to Richie Rich? Because you would never hear from me again.
1: Well, we'd know he would no longer go by
0: two of the same name. Maybe. But that, that what that boredom leads to, if you're calling it boredom, right? Like, he has m- enough money to buy anything, do whatever he wants. So the only thing left is, like, power and control, possibly. You're, you're
1: overlooking the one thing that he loves. One thing. Attention. Attention. Fame. Right. Sure. Right. So he's obviously a fame judge. But he's got it.
2: Yes. And yeah. he and he and he aims to keep it. Sure. And if it only cost him like forty billion bucks, what would Just what do like
0: do? a every... pittance to him. <laughs> this like, like This, this Twitter thing is a pittance to it. Right. Like just if you like, like if you flip the quarter and it like hit the ground. Right. I'll right, come up like, with uh, ten grand. Okay. Whoa, just that's... like every other um
1: a celebrity right every now and again the successful ones every now and again they sort of reinvent themselves right okay so this is his latest reinvention of himself to keep himself in the news to keep himself relevant yeah. in social media and amongst sure. the, the masses to keep people talking about him because that's what makes him feel good and makes him worth something okay his previous but it's one not about the money his previous one was about going to space Right? Well, again, but that moves
0: humanity forward. If we, oh, talk yeah. about, we talked about the asteroids Maybe. last week. It moves right? you, think you think NASA's going to get us to another planet? It's going to be a private company, potentially SpaceX. Uh, I'm
1: not saying that that won't be the case, but what I'm saying is that's how he reinvented himself the last time. Okay, So he's just doing it again in another way, and everybody's all, oh, yeah. everybody's just blowing him. And I'm like, what is so awesome about this guy that
0: makes you want to blow him all the time? Well, okay, but but again, think about what he's come up with, right? The the solar panels, the solar car, SpaceX, PayPal, which was a big deal before crypto, right? These were all, like, valuable things to the general public. Yeah, cool. Right, yeah, but
2: trading carbon credits to get money for Tesla is not really good for the humanity. Because that's how Tesla makes a lot of money, by trading carbon credits. All right. Uh, let's, anyway, let's get Let's back. stop talking the
1: about it. The captain mosque. continues. Let's, let's go to the phones to the phone. and talk to Big Kahuna calling from Florida. Mr. Kahuna, you're on Free Talk Live.
4: Hey. let we'll call them um, Hi, guys. How are you? Hi. Hey.
1: What's on your mind tonight?
4: Yeah, so I uh, want to talk about incompetence tonight. Well, oh, you call um, the right time. Luckily Whoa. for you,
2: <laughs> all three of us are here. <laughs> what's for dinner?
4: Yeah, it's for what's for dinner? Yeah, so anyway, um, <laughs> what sort of what, what, what brought it to, to a head was I had – You know, without going into the details too much, I had multiple things in my life, and I guess these are all sort of first world problems, if you will, but Mm -hmm. plumbing, my car, cell phone, insurance, these were all, I'll call them situations that happened recently where, and these were all voluntary contracts. I entered voluntarily with the company that's providing service. They obviously took me on voluntarily Mm -hmm. and just not performing, you know, as, as contracted. And one of them was, I guess the one example quickly was, you know, plumbing. I had, I had a couple of new toilets installed. It took them four tries, four different dudes came out. Thing was leaking all over the place. And, um, that's what happened. And there was, there was really no apology, if you will. It took actually two months to actually schedule the thing to get the guy to come out yeah. because of COVID. Right. They're, they're, uh, they're short-staffed and all this. Yep. And I just see this more and more. So I'm I'm just very frustrated with it. I'm trying to figure out, you know, how we move forward um, as a society if this is sort of the norm.
1: Well, part of the thing uh, I'm hypothesizing here because I too have bumped into a decrease in good customer service. Same from uh, many providers of many many different things. Uh, to a point that it is frustrating me uh, more so than it probably should be, and my my theory is that it's because of the fact that there's more jobs available that it's more difficult to get quality help. Yep, mm-hmm. that's So that's my theory.
0: When I when I made the move to New Hampshire from Hawaii, we noticed a significant decrease in customer service quality, mm-hmm. and it happened so often in so many places that I have dubbed it a culture of mediocrity, right? And it persists because as people grow up in this culture, like the natives here, right, they don't expect anything better. And so they've accepted this level of mediocrity as the norm. And then it gets worse because the kids grow up in it and they go get that first job and they're used to terrible service. So they provide terrible right. service, and that's how it persists. But there, there needs yep. to be an example set of excellence and urgency, right? That people go like, "Wow, that's how it's supposed to be done," and then move. You know, how you move the culture in that direction is get more people to do that. Classic.
2: Well, um, <laughs> I th- from from, if if you have something that's broken, and you try to fix it yourself, you can't make it any worse. Right? You you like if there's something wrong with your washing machine and you find a YouTube video like I'm gonna try to figure out how to do this by a YouTube video, you can do that. And if you screw it up anymore, it's like, well, it's already broken. You have nothing to lose. So you could try doing things yourself.
0: My watch was running five minutes slow, now I don't have a watch. <laughs> Kahuna?
2: Yeah,
4: yeah. I mean it's just um yeah, and I agree with you guys. It's just it's it's and I don't expect perfection. Look, I mean, you know, I am a service provider. You absolutely provider. should.
0: Like that should be the yeah. standard. Well, well, you're right.
4: I, you have I, to push I, them in that right. direction. That should be the standard, but but we live in the real world, so things happen. But this is this is really pervasive now, and what really bothers me is, you know, sort of the attitude towards it. It's just like, you know, I'd, I'd say one of those four examples, the company made it right, um, but the other three really, there was it was like, you know, because of COVID, blah blah blah. Or really, no apology, and that's 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 really probably the most disturbing thing. Yeah. Uh, I once harassed a company.
0: Defending. I once harassed a company on Kickstarter for a year to get them to make things right on Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah, they would they they. <laughs> I ordered from Kickstarter. They canceled my order because I left a bad review for them. And then every time they posted a new Kickstarter, I kickstart a dollar just so I could leave wow. a comment, and I would say this company <laughs> is a scam. <laughs> Email me at company scam at gmail.com And until they made it right, Galuna,
1: you want to hang on. Uh. Sure. All right. Stand is by. Elon Musk buying Facebook? Is Is he 603-283-6160 more free talk live is coming up where one leg is both the same.
0: And we're back. We are
1: back. It is Free Talk Live. The telephone number is 603 283 6160. We are a live radio call in program where you can take control of the airwaves and talk about whatever's on your mind. I am your host tonight, the Reverend Captain Kickass. Joining me, Steve Classic. And Rich Rich. Uh, we're going to go back to the big kahuna who is calling us from Florida. We're talking about the decline of good customer service, or even, in my opinion, competent customer service. Uh, Culture of mediocrity.
0: Mediocrity. Mediocrity. Yeah.
1: yeah. I I believe uh, Big Kahuna's original comment when I screened him was just he's bumping into incompetence
2: all over the place. Yeah. And I am too. So I'm sorry. I'm only here on Sundays.
1: Touche. touche, touche. So, uh, Big Kahuna, where else are you bumping into incompetence? You had mentioned, you know, you had to, uh, some plumbers come in and do some, you know, install some toilets. Where else are you bumping into this?
4: Um, well, just a couple days ago, I ordered a pizza from uh, you know a well-known company without naming it. Yeah, and um, it's one of these things where there's an app and you get a notification of it's been delivered. And I have to say that this company's has been has in the past performed very well and I've never had an issue. Mm-hmm. But this time um, I get I get the notification and I go out to the front door and it's not there. Okay. And I kinda <laughs> I, I kinda look I kinda, I kinda look around and okay, so I call I call the I call, right? Yeah. And um, I get the presumably the manager and he said, Let me talk to the driver. So comes back and he says uh, driver says that uh, your your uh, screen door was locked so he left it outside <laughs> and so it should so it so it should be you know in in the on the sidewalk so I go out there it's not there the and sidewalk. I call back I said and I <laughs> say it's not there and um, he said well I don't know what to tell you and I said okay well please provide me with a refund since you didn't deliver it you know I I, I don't see it anywhere
2: but I'm starving. <laughs>
4: yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I, said, and I said, I got, I said, and I, I did, I had to leave. I said, by the time you guys get out here, it's going to be like another 45 minutes, an hour and right. I have to go somewhere. So long story short, um, one of my neighbors, a couple hours later, knocks on my door and uh, <laughs> says, Oh, th- this is somebody like four or five houses down the street, you know? So not like yep. next door or anything. So um I think your pizza got delivered here and like the, the ants got to it. Oh. There was, like, ants all over the place. Mm, yummy. They
1: did leave <laughs> yeah. it on the sidewalk. The guy wasn't lying. They did. It should be on the sidewalk <laughs> somewhere, he said. Wow.
4: Right. Wow. So just, that's just another and that happened that just happened. That was like that was like a week after all this other stuff.
0: Right. I, I had a similar so, incident with Walmart. Like to get a three dollar curtain rod delivered to my job. Took two weeks, multiple attempts, yeah. but because I was persistent in harassing, like, the, the delivery office, right? I had the direct in line, because they called me back, so I wrote it down. I like, call her ID. I'm calling. I'm not calling the Walmart helpline anymore. I'm calling directly to this phone that rings in their, like, their general area. But you want to yeah. call
2: the legal department at Walmart,
0: but, maybe. like, I, I was gifted, at, you know, $30, $40 in, in gift cards. Wow. Right? And finally <laughs> was handed, like, this $3 curtain rod. That's an appreciating asset. Sure. But <laughs> it was it was because I was persistent. Most people aren't going to go through that much trouble for a $3 curtain rod, because I could have driven out to Walmart, well, grabbed it off the rack, and been done with it. Right, yeah. Right? But no. I shouldn't have to hassle. do that. They I've, were supposed to deliver it.
1: I've bumped into incompetence, poor customer service uh, with several things recently, and I've done... The to solve my problems I've done the one thing that you can do in a market situation which is change providers yep. for example mm-hmm. uh, not happy with my cell phone provider I haven't been for quite some time they continuously bill me wrong I have a hard time getting it corrected when they do correct it they apologize and they get it corrected but I still have to waste a bunch of my time calling and you know stating my case providing evidence that they have readily at hand that yeah. they can look up far easier than than I can. Uh, so uh, that was with cell phone and then uh, also my cable provider. The only reason that I had uh, a cable provider at all was for internet. And I had this particular company uh, because they were the only one available in the area that I live. Well, finally, another company who provides fiber has come around to my neighborhood. And so I switched over finally and got rid of the other company. And I've been. Never been happier to give this particular cable company the the bird, if you will. Uh, it's been a long time coming, and they have more than earned the bird. They earned the double bird. So, but that's what you could do in a market situation is you have the uh, the ability to say, you know, with your pizza deal, for example, Mister Kahuna, uh, you know, don't order from them anymore if you know it's gotten you, yeah. you know, un- gotten your undies in a bunch enough to where you're like, screw these guys. But you can't do that with government, of course. So when the government screws you over, particularly when it comes to, oh, I don't know, inflation, for example, or taxation, for example, you can't just say, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm going with another provider because they provide better services at <laughs> well, a lower
0: cost. You, you can move to a better location that has a different governing body. Right. That's part of the impetus for the Free State Project or any number of the Move Here projects, Right. Which I have done. Right.
1: So in that respect, yes, I have taken that measure, but I can't be without government at all. I can't be allowed to govern myself anywhere on planet Earth. Who's
2: going to pave the roads?
1: <laughs> well, the pizza company, of course. Domino's. They've already right. started. Right. Yeah. right. They're filling in the potholes.
0: <laughs> hey, Big Kahuna, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't mind calling out the names of the companies that provide me bad service.
1: Yeah, me neither. I actually yeah. want to call out uh, Uphold. Okay. They are a cryptocurrency company that uh, they've got their their fingers in a bunch of different crypto pies, whether it's uh, exchanges, whether it's buying and selling cryptocurrency. Uh, they've got some, I think, some loan products. They've got uh, the reason that I chose to do business with them was because they have uh, what's known as a cryptocurrency debit card. And what you can do is you can upload some cryptocurrency to your Uphold account. And then uh, you can use their MasterCard debit card to make purchases, and they automatically do the conversion for you. And it was great, so I thought, until I realized that uh, a particular thing that they were doing uh, was putting a hold, a temporary hold, which isn't uncommon. All debit cards work this way, like yep. if you're getting gas or something. Yep. Gas at the pump. Uh you put your card in; it puts a temporary hold. In this case, it's a hundred bucks, right? Because gas price is high now, so they got to hold a hundred bucks. It,
0: well, uh, even when gas prices were lower, with the it station, was like, like 75 sixty-five maybe. bucks yeah. or oh, something like that. The Station I worked at was one fifty.
1: Well, it depends on yeah, yeah, what kind of station too. If you got diesel and you got so semis if coming, if you didn't have a- anyway, my my point is that they put a temporary hold of a hundred bucks on my card, and then I get gas. And let's say I get fifty bucks worth of gas. Yeah. When I hang up the pump. It should go, oh, okay, here's 50 bucks back. Yep. Well, the app never showed that. And so I open a ticket with these guys. This is well over, it's probably almost eight months ago. I open a ticket with these guys and I go, hey, here's what's happening. There used to be an area where it showed how much of the cryptocurrency they took out of your account and how much they put back. And if you were Johnny on the spot and did the calculation right there at the spot price of whatever cryptocurrency you used, you could make sure that they weren't stealing from you. So I open a ticket and I'm like, hey, I'm pretty sure it's just a bug. You need to just display the final dollar figure. So when you put the hold on my on my gas purchase, when I hang up the pump, you're not displaying that final dollar figure so that I go, oh, look, that's the correct figure. It matches the receipt. And so they're like, okay, you know, we'll work on it, blah, blah, blah. I checked in a couple of times over a month or so, and they're like, yeah, it's been escalated. We hope to have it fixed in a release sometime or whatever. Six months or so goes by, and I was getting gas, and I noticed that my app notified me that the whole entire hold amount was you know, was being held, and that's all it ever showed for the charge, and I decided to sort of check up on it while I drilled down on it. Instead of fixing it to where they display the amount taken out and the amount put back, they just eliminated that whole area. So now they're actually taking the full $100 every time I get 50 bucks worth of gas. And you can't see it. And I can't see it. And they're probably making money on your money. So I go ahead and I reopen this... Ticket because you know time has gone by you know maybe they notified QA or something but the ticket itself had been closed I I just reply to all on the, on the ticket so that it reopens it I attach the new evidence to it I have to uh, bicker and complain and sort of become a Karen if you will to get past tier one support to somebody who understands what the heck I'm talking about and the history of the ticket itself finally I get to somebody. And they're like, oh, you know, uh, there's something going on. We have to do a review of your account. I'm like, okay. In my estimation, I guessed that I was missing a couple hundred bucks. Nope. Well over $1,000. Wow. Well over $1,000. And they still haven't fixed the problem. But you got your money back. They refunded the money. They temporarily locked up my funds because I had opened a ticket about that. And while they are investigating, they locked my funds so I couldn't get back at it. I eventually got my funds out, and I've given up Hold the Bird. I'm no longer doing business with them. Should you buy gasoline on a credit card? 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is next.
3: We hope to see you there. Forkfest.party.
5: Free Talk Live.
1: And we're back. That's right, Richie Rich. We are back. And I'm glad to be back here at Free Talk Live. The telephone number, if you'd like to join us, is 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. We've got some calls on hold. We'll get to those momentarily. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. Steve Classic. And rich <laughs> Nice. You've been working on that one, Steve.
2: Practice well, throughout the whole break. Oh, man. yeah.
1: Steve <sighs> Classic.
2: More Free Talk Live.
1: Uh, we'll get to your calls in just a moment. I do need to tell you that Bitcoin.com is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency. You can go there now and click on Get Started at the top of the page. And when you do that, you'll find all sorts of valuable information neatly organized to suit your needs. There's no longer any excuse to ignore this important and world-changing information. If you're already knowledgeable about crypto, you can check out news.bitcoin.com to get the latest headlines of all the news that's relevant to you. Bitcoin.com is your source for everything crypto, like getting a wallet, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news, all on a very slick and easy-to-use website. Please visit Bitcoin.com. All right. Bitcoin.com. Let's go to your calls and (laughs) thoughts. Let's go with Robert in South Carolina. (laughs) You're on Free Talk Live.
6: Thank you, sir. I, I just wanted to say that, you know, I... I, um, I've lived about half my life here and the other half in Germany, and I've worked actually half, half in each country. And um, I was just thinking to myself, you know, I've been able, in a unique situation where I can compare two of the most successful countries of the world. The only one I can't compare it with is, is Japan, but I a, one of my best friends well, lived in Japan and Well,
1: hang on. What do you mean by uh, successful?
6: Well, I mean, Germany and the United States, per per capita, have, have very high incomes. Per, per, I think Germany, I would say, has the... Probably the high, highest. Okay, so we're
1: talking economics. Comfort. Okay, got it. Go ahead, exactly. continue. World domination. Exactly. And, okay. I was thinking and, and, empire builders, but you know,
6: no, no, no I Actually, actually, you know what it is, and I know what it is. I mean, the the the, the GNP per capita. But in any case, um, so so I was just thinking that in, in Germany, you, you you feel more secure because you know that if worst comes to worst. The government will, will be there to pick you up. Over here, it's it's not as secure. Um, for example, if you if you let's say you're 50 years old and you lose your job because your the company that you're worth goes broke, the, what they were producing doesn't doesn't sell anymore, something like that. But well, what they will do is that they will retrain you at government expense.
0: A, 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 at taxpayer know, expense. First.
6: Yeah, if you want to do it yourself, fine, but they will, they will make sure that you get back to work because, first of all, they will not let you suffer forever, and, and the other thing is that they will, they will make sure that you're secure and that you're earning something, and if you can't, if you don't have a job, they will reeducate you, and if you want to go to the university and you don't have, right. you have an German education at work, they will send you to school for free, you can study anything you want. Um, uh, they, they, will
1: send, they won't send you to school for free, they'll send you to school at taxpayer expense.
6: Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. And in, 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 in the SPD state, um, you can go to school free. And the only exception to that is... Uh, no,
1: no, you go to school tax- at taxpayer expense.
6: Oh, yeah, okay, exactly, exactly. Nothing Don't is stop, ever free when it I comes mean, to absolutely. government.
0: Nothing is ever free yeah, when it yeah, comes to government. I hate the absolutely. smugness of people from those countries. They're like, I would gladly pay more if it means my countrymen
6: were taken care of. <laughs> right. Well, the, in Germany, they pay a, a very heavy price for that service. Uh, uh, the, the taxes are, are, are sky high. But the Germans are ready, willing, and able to pay for that. And the reason is, first of all, they earn a lot of money. And second of all, Germans have a very strong sense of order and responsibility. Uh, it, it, they take it personally. If something goes wrong well in their organization, they take it personally. I mean, Robert, they, they do you live in South- Germany right now? South Carolina. I live in South Carolina right, right. now. Well, well, I'm just Jersey. saying it yeah. sounds yeah. like
1: you're a, you're a big fanboy of Germany. I'm just curious well, why you don't live there anymore. It's been suggested. Well, I came a here to
6: times. look after my mom, and uh, she died three years ago. And I haven't managed to get myself back there yet. Are you going to go? Um, reach I'm, out
0: to the German government. I'm sure they can relocate you as well. Yeah, it sounds oh, yeah, like absolutely. it
1: sounds absolutely. like they'll be there for you, and they'll pay your relocation expenses. And uh, absolutely, all that they kind would of do thing.
6: that. If I if I were to go to ask them to do that, and if I didn't have the money to do it, they would absolutely do that. There's no question. And if my life were in danger, there's even there's something called Gesetze und which means that I love there. By the way, well then, and that means that well then I have to ask.
1: I have to ask. Yes. How come you haven't been able to make your way back there? Three years. Well, because you know what happens
6: after 17 years. I've been here 17 years now. You know, it's not easy to just pick up and leave all everything that you've, you know, all the connections that you have. If all you got to so, do is
1: call some movers and pack some boxes, and they're going to pay for it for you, I don't understand you, why. Why you're not there?
6: Because I'm a pack rat, that's why. Because you should see my place. <laughs> I, I, I need a whole airplane to get out of here with my stuff. So I have call
5: to sell
1: off. On. All <laughs> right, hey Robert, thanks for the call. We appreciated him. Lufthansa Airlines. Not really sure what that was about. Zende Neubauten. I guess. I guess he just really likes Germany. Yeah. No, he does. That's- also, also, uh, he he said that in Germany you feel more secure. Like you can't measure feelings. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, that's, that's, that's not not a government uh, statistic,
2: you know? Like I feel better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like my government. He apparently he definitely yes. likes his government. But it's it's the smugness of of those places, right? Like why why don't you Americans care enough about each other to pay higher taxes so that everyone's taken care of? Right. In oh America. yeah yeah uh so if, i'll gladly pay 40 percent of my income if it means that little timmy can only get a 40 come on
1: how about 60? But that but that's not what it means you and i know this we know this we yes. know this uh, but, but that's the way they pitch it yeah many people just a little know.
2: bit more just a little bit
1: more that's when when you're taxed the first thing that happens is the people who collect the taxes take a giant chunk for themselves <laughs> ah, just, just skim off the top just a little It's operation, operating fees. Then they have to pay for the quote unquote administration of whatever it is, whatever department of whatever that they're going to do. So they have to hire a bunch of people to supposedly process whatever it is they're trying to do. And so then that goes to pay for that. And then, of course, having to pay for that is their justification for continual renewal. Of right. that and then maybe somewhere on down the line a little bit of it goes to whatever it was actually intended for whereas if you cut out all of the middlemen and just go ahead and directly help people yourself,
0: it's far more effective. Well, and I think that's a problem with the the uh, American example as well is when people are talking about it or looking at it right they they assume that the Americans are using like the free market system. And they go, like, look at the results of this free market American system and how terrible it is, and that's why we need to move to single-payer health care or whatever. Ugh. But they, they don't understand that the American system is fraught with problems as well, just different.
1: Yeah, it is not a free market system right? in any way, shape, or form. It is a very controlled, heavily regulated market right. uh, with one organization— specifically claiming monopolies on whole entire industries. We're talking about the industries of protection. We're talking about the industries of defense. We're talking about the industries of currency and finance. Uh, these guys claim monopolies on all of that, and so there is no free market. It does not exist. It's a very controlled market. It might be a more uh, a more free market than some markets. Right but it is almost identical to every other state-based market right
0: but the young american gets their first hospital bill right and mm-hmm. it, it, it's in excess of their annual income right where they go like well this is wrong <laughs> this needs to be free for everybody right so that it can be free for me too right but then who pays for it right Right, everybody taxpayers. Pays for it. Everybody pays for. It. Everybody pays, but everybody should, right? Like we should all, all pay in, we'll pay in, in. Yeah. so that well, their bills marginally gets reduced. And
1: of course, what I would say to anybody who thinks like that is, first of all, if you would just take all of the government out of healthcare, it's going to be affordable, way cheaper. <laughs> should be. <laughs> yeah. Also, the incentive dichotomy. No, uh, no, no. That's that's the wrong word. The the incentives will reverse right to, uh, to their correct form that is to say that currently uh, pharmaceutical companies for example are incentivized to create long term customers who are basically subscribers to their product whereas in an actual free market uh, healthcare providers would be incentivized to cure things aspirin should it be $600 a pill More Free Talk Live coming up, 603-283-6160.
0: And we're back.
1: Welcome back. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. It is Free Talk Live. The telephone number here, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160 if you'd like to join us. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Steve Classic. And Richard Rich. Uh, before we get back to your calls, I want to tell you that Free Talk Live's video archives have been on library for years. What is Library? It's an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media-sharing protocol, and we're big fans of that here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video-sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it is really taking off now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes, and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel just by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, you can download the desktop app over at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed to keep it online forever. Visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today, video.freetalklive.com. All right, let's go back to your calls and your thoughts. We have Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live.
7: Yes, I just wanted to mention that I would like um, the electric generator bike bicycle shop here in Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. So uh, it turns out we have no such thing. So all these shops are in Santa Fe. It was advertised. So only way that you could get a well, this is a, a German invention. So I guess it's uh, cost a lot of money. So you're talking so about have,
1: the elect the electric bicycles, right? Well, no, but this is not the one that.
7: Yeah, right. It's this is not the plug-in. I've seen the the two types. The other type is the you you actually charge it you plug it in overnight you charge the battery right but the one that i'm advocating for is the one that's got the generator where the water bottle goes and your pedal is the turbine yep um yeah and then the battery goes in the back so but okay.
1: and you want to so get they, one of these they, is that right you want to buy one of these
0: yeah i want to buy one of these with all the bad drivers in albuquerque any- <laughs> she wouldn't last a week
1: a little we, faster. Well, we don't want you getting run over, Sarah.
7: Well, well, you know what? That's part of life in Albuquerque. You know, you got to put up with um, your local. It's the Wild West, man. Take a risk.
1: So, here, here's the thing that I know about these uh, e-bikes. Is that you right. can you can Elon. buy one you can buy one like online for example uh, you know the the big online retailer everybody uses starts with an A eBay no an Elon <laughs> uh, they carry them E-bike? Uh or you Emerson. can find Emerson. you guys Emerson. come on come on I'm trying to say a thing here. <laughs> uh, or you can find the brand that you want and go to that brand's website and generally they'll either sell them directly online or they'll point you to somebody nearby that you can call and order one. That being said, once you right. have one. You don't. Mm -hmm. You don't have to take it to a specific uh, electronic bike shop. You can can only
0: ride it in Santa Fe.
1: (laughs) You can take it to any shop, any bike shop, because uh, like the parts are basically universal, right? Your tires, your rims, right? Your steering columns, the bushings, your handlebars, right? All that kind of stuff. Battery. Well, I mean, so there's only a couple of things that like a regular bicycle shop can't do, but what they can do is like order those parts and replace them. So. It's not that big of a deal that you don't have one near you if that's what you're getting at, Sarah.
7: Yeah, that, but that's what I'm saying is that, you know, people here in Abercrombie, we we have less money, and we want those things here, too. So why do they only have a shop in Santa Fe? That's my Petition
0: complaint. Petition your government to provide it for all citizens.
2: <laughs> yeah, go to,
0: to, I mean, the that's what to I, City Hall.
1: That's what communists would do, right? You know? Isn't she self-described? That You know, is That true. Yeah. Uh, but the real reason Why? that there, the real reason that there isn't one is because so far the market has not demanded it to be so. Once there's enough demand in the market for there to be one, then it will appear.
0: Or you could start your own bike shop. I demand a Krispy Kreme and a Jack in a Box in New Hampshire.
7: Well, you're you're so right. Is that the mass production? Once they start mass producing it, once people find out they like these better than the regular bike, and people demand it, the more sales that they, that they'll pump them out. And the more they produce, the price goes down, right? Well, well what if
2: yeah, what if you started your own bicycle shop that sold these to the community?
0: She you could make sell you, them. You could make a, a, a lot of money. Well, you could start well, fixing no, them for I, other people. Just,
7: well, the thing is, I do, but uh, that's the reason of the power of this show. I call in to educate people about these bicycles that we could demand more of it, order more online, order buy more of these. And the more we write it, the more they're gonna manufacture, and the, it's gonna wind up in Walmart. It's going to, we could buy it in Target, and that's what I'm aiming for. So it all it all helps with the your radio station. And I was I heard a caller Jimmy or something from Las Cruces. So I'm really impressed with all of the New Mexico and. Phoenix callers. That's just amazing how many people that listen in and call in from our state.
1: Well, uh, you've done a great job, Sarah. Thanks for the call tonight. Way to represent.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is what all of New Mexico was like. Electric bicycles.
1: Sarah obviously doesn't quite grasp that we're one of many shows on the local radio station that she listens to. Right. There Was there a Mexico? commercial
2: about there must have been a, a local commercial about electric bikes I, in town? I don't, I don't know.
0: know. I mean, I am a fan of e-bikes, though. I love them. They're great. Yeah. Her assessment wasn't all that wrong. Right. The If it's more if it's demanded more and more people are buying it, yep. then it's going to become more commoditized. Right. Be and show up at places like Walmart and Target.
1: Yep. Yep. So
0: how do you get that far? Well, in her mind, it's get it out. On a big radio show, to get people buying more of it. Yeah, yeah. I, Have one of those e-bike manufacturers reach out to Free Talk Live for advertising.
1: And this is the magic of the market, right? Like, if somebody likes something and they tell other people about it, and they like it too, they'll tell other people about it, yeah. and they'll tell two friends, and so on, and so on, and like so Krispy on. Krispy Kreme donuts and Jack in a box. In <laughs> are you gonna?
0: Uh, are you gonna open a Jack in the Krispy Kreme donut box? If I had the money to franchise it, man, it, man, it crosses my mind. Because, you
1: know, they have, like, the KFC Taco Bell. Yeah, right? the You company. could open the, the Krispy Kreme Jack in the Box. Uh, although I
0: think Jack in the Box, I think they also own Hardee's. Jack in the Cream and Gun Shop. No, and, no. Hardee's and Carl's Jr.? Yes. Is that the same company? Yes, I believe so. Okay.
1: Oh. Yeah. In fact, I'm I'm 99% sure they're the same company. Uh, but that, Well, Hardee's
0: and Carl's Jr. is the same company. I don't know if they're owned by a company. I believe Jack Carolina. in the Box is, is also... Okay. Well, that would explain why I've never a seen a Jack or...
1: in the Box where in a in a city where there's a Hardee's, and I've never seen a heart, you know, or vice versa. I've never seen a Carl's Junior where there's
0: well, a Jack in the Box. You'll I well okay. So Hardee's is the East Coast version of Carl's Junior. So you're more you would only have seen Carl's Junior in Seattle.
1: I'm actually more familiar with Hardee's because I grew up in Wisconsin. There you go. But then when I moved out west, it was Carl's Junior Jack in the Box. I've actually never been to a Carl's Junior. Oh, you're missing they out. They actually didn't have one in the Seattle area. Okay, you're missing out. So but I've you, been told. But if you
0: liked Hardee's, you'll love Carl's Jr. It's the same thing. Is Hardee's and Carl's Jr. the same company? Yes. We can answer well, that before yeah. the break.
1: <laughs> 603-283-6160. Will my co-hosts ever become sane? We'll find out. More coming up on Free Talk Live. When you're uh, when you're in a band and you know you're you're smoking green leafy substances, you do weird things at the drive-through from time to time, like the secret menu. That just, you you just learn don't fall of, asleep
0: or the cops will shoot you.
1: That's true. You do learn of secret menus at fast food places, but you also get creative with your fast food, like. Uh, Ordering one Big Mac and a and a couple of McDoubles, and you just disassemble the McDoubles and make yourself a <laughs> Super Mac. A, I don't even know what to call it—a giant Mac, a <laughs> ginormous Mac, a hugantic Mac. It was—I wow. don't know—it was a, it was a Scooby Mac, is what it was, or a Shaggy Mac, depending on which character <laughs> you more identify with there
0: on Scooby Doo. I'm just glad McDonald's named their signature burger after that founder. Wow. Think about that for a second. That founder? there was two of them. Mac, Donald? Mac. Well, no, because there was Mac. Croc? And Dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: 603-283-6160 is the phone number if you would like to join us. Uh, before we go to your calls, I just want to, because it's us here, the three of us, Richie Rich. What is that supposed to be? Steve, Steve Classic. And, and it, what is it supposed to mean? Well... This particular article pertains probably to us. Oh, scientists actually identify common personality traits of complete a holes. <laughs> so, it's something I want to get to, this, but this could take two hours. But <laughs> just the first two two bullet points they they highlight before we get into, We'll get to calls, but it says uh, first bullet point most likely to be middle aged men. The typical a-hole tends to be manipulative, aggressive, and struggles to control anger. (laughs) Guilty. Now, uh, I don't tend to be manipulative. I can be aggressive if I want to, but I do struggle to control anger,
0: particularly road
1: rage, Mm -hmm. which is why I'm so happy to live... Or the
0: competent customer service reps. I'm I'm
1: so happy to live in in a rural area now, because as long as I don't go to a big city, my road rage is cured. Nice. So... Uh, And and do these apply to you? Manipulative? Uh, Aggressive? No, no, no. Struggled no. to middle control, age, anger. yes. Okay. All
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> One for four. Yeah. And then the second
1: bullet point, they just didn't really care about others were thinking. I have never oh, really well, cared about what others think about what I'm doing. I mean, that's, that's 90% of my issue right there. Or how they're perceived by others. Every now and again. Typical American. <laughs> you know, like, don't care about your I fellow man. Like, I'm human. No, I don't and, care like, what people think about me. Is that what it means? I, I'll fall into that sometimes. But for the most part, I could give a crap. What other people think about what I do, how I'm perceived. I I'm not responsible for the version of me that exists in your brains. Right.
0: My so. theme song should be Bad Reputation. Just saying. I like, love that song. Interesting. Yeah, but it's upbeat. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's upbeat. It doesn't sound it's like an upbeat. It. No, it's
1: upbeat. Uh let's go to more of your calls and thoughts. We have Bad Slave calling from New Hampshire. Bad Slave. You're on Free Talk Live. You know?
8: Well, thank you, gentlemen. I uh Want to say first, you know, like good old uh, Sarah comes in. I'm I was one of the early adopters of of e-bikes. I uh, th- there's a company called Saunders, mm-hmm. and they had a um, uh, what do you call it a, a website Go e-bike oh. kind of thing.
0: <laughs> oh, a uh, Kickstarter GoFundMe. Oh, no, yeah, I guess. Oh, okay.
8: You know, uh, yeah. uh Indiegogo know. or something like that. Sure. And 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 so I was able to buy uh, you know, a, know. a, a fairly decent um, you know, e bike for yeah. for four ninety nine. Four dollars and ninety nine cents? No, four hundred and ninety nine bucks.
0: Uh, I was gonna say ninety nine cents. That's still a pretty good deal though. Without the battery. e bike, yeah, absolutely.
8: No, this is with a battery. This is the whole thing. Cool. How long ago uh, did you
1: buy it? How many years ago?
8: Uh, oh gosh, you know, gotta be five years now. Okay.
1: Do you still have it? And does it still work?
8: Yeah, I I do, and it does. How often I do you use? It? I actually upgraded to a better one that worked better for me. Not because the other one was bad, but because it had four and okay, half so.
1: So, no, you don't still have it. You got a different one, and now you have it instead.
0: Boy, well, you have both. I
8: have, have them both. Oh, okay. All right.
0: It's a two-bike household. And, uh, <laughs> you know?
8: Well, you know, when somebody wants to go for a ride with me, I've got a, got another e-bike for somebody to ride along. Two is when one, I'm taking I'm someone on. for a ride,
0: I rarely leave the house.
1: <laughs> all right. Was but that all have- you were calling about, or was there something else?
8: No, no. I just wanted to say, you know, uh, you know, Johnny yeah. come lately. Sarah is, uh, you know, I, I it's just kind of silly. I don't Johnny know. Johnny come you remember lately because he's just right.
0: learning about e-bikes.
8: <laughs> if if you remember Michael Hampton, I mean, he was in the market for a uh, for an e-bike. And, actually, uh, he you know,
1: I can... he actually did purchase one, and I did get
0: to see it, yeah, and it was did. really nice. And yeah, it was patient zero it for Studio Covids.
8: I think it was uh over 2000 bucks. I mean, the the second one I bought was only uh you know, I I think it was under 1000 bucks.
0: Yeah. That seems so, reasonable for that yeah, that level of purchase.
8: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, and it was it folded, it had uh uh it it had a uh it came, you know, I had to buy yeah. extra the uh, on, on the original one, I had to buy a, uh, a you know a display, and I bought a second battery. I got a question, I, bad
1: slave, because uh, I'm I'm a bigger dude, and I know some of these e-bikes have sort of weight restrictions, right? Like if you're over 200 pounds or something like that, some of them only support up to like 175 and that kind of a thing. Uh, does yours have a weight classification?
8: Uh, they're they're all in the over 300
0: okay yeah, where are you uh, finding outright. these 175s that's not even an average male uh, well so as you can
1: imagine hey bad slave thanks for the call as you can imagine uh, a lot of these are not made in the United States of America oh, okay and so the average human male you know overseas where it's an average countries they're made are well. smaller okay for example uh, however like yeah, when I Chinese started
0: triple XL when I
1: started looking at these uh, I was only looking at ones that were, say, 500 bucks and under. Okay. Not many of them exist, and, and they were all like, you know. And it wasn't until yeah. you got into the $1,500 range that, oh, all of a sudden, you know, you would get ones that are, you know.
2: <laughs> well, is that, is that based on horsepower or, like? why can't Manpower, can, just paddle. manpower. Like, what? It, does, it doesn't go up the hill if you're certain. Uh, so
1: some, no, no, no. Uh, like, it's just they're manufactured. Like the welds. Right? Oh, when well, well, they're welding well, the really? stuff together. Wow. Like, is the bike going to break? Is at the,
2: 175 pounds? Well, no, wow. over that. Jeez.
1: Right. You know, if you're sounds like it's for kids. If you're the that's size of an say. NFL linebacker, yeah. well, you know, you're going to need something that's going to hold you. Yeah, just get a motorcycle yeah. at that point. If you've ever broken an office chair. <laughs> I do like e-bikes specifically for a a prep, right? Uh, if you're talking preppers, prepping, okay. yeah, right? Post-apocalypse, sure. you know, uh, grid down, uh, major catastrophe, right? That's a catastrophe and a disaster. Portables, yeah. thank you. Terrible. Um, I I like it for a prep because you can charge these things with just a solar panel and it doesn't even have to be like a great solar panel it can be one of these like portable fold-up ones that fits in your backpack it might take half a day you know four five hours for you to get a full charge Uh, but you can and so you're not reliant upon fuel
0: for some form of transportation point a to point b at least and the 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 electricity in the battery is good for like uphill assist if you're struggling on that on Uh, your own bike. an uphill assist yeah yeah no. To yes. assist, but you, can, as but you, you can
2: ride it as a regular you bicycle. You can just pedal. when your battery dies, you just pedal. Yes, pedal. Yes, but the pedaling can actually charge the battery. It does
1: have a, a generator attached to it that does recharge it somewhat when you pedal. Yeah, so it doesn't go. It doesn't eat your battery quite as fast, which is how it gets the uh, uh, the limits of how many miles it's rated for. So some of these are rated for twenty miles. Some are like a hundred miles. So it depends on the quality of the bike and whether it has the the alternator. In it. Will Tesla make e-bikes? Elon's e-bike. Will it be a thing? <laughs> we'll find out here on Free Talk Live. 603 yeah!
5: 283
1: Yes, it is Free Talk Live. A live radio call program where you can take control of the airwaves and talk about anything that's on your mind. The telephone number is 603-283-6160. 603-283-6160 if you'd like to join us. In the studio, it's myself, the captain, Steve Classic. And Richie Rich. So let's circle back to this studyfinds.org article where a study has found... Well, go figure. Really living up to their URL. uh, Scientists actually identify common personality traits of complete a-holes. And this is perfect for us, I guess, because, you know, some people call us a-holes.
0: I mean, if the marketing wasn't already taken by a former, like, co-host, I'd probably use, you know. The the, the, the AAA? The AAA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually used
1: that myself for a period of time on a social media until I saw said former co-host using it and I immediately took it down.
0: (laughs) Don't want to be associated with that guy. Because I'm like, oh, yeah,
1: okay. Uh, It's safe to say just about everyone knows that person. That one person they just can't stand that drives them crazy. They wish they never saw again. Simply put, a complete and total a-hole. Now, a new study is revealing the personality traits, and most likely people who are the a-holes in your life. Research from the University of Georgia says that the most likely people to be the biggest a-holes in someone's life are middle-aged men.
2: How old are you, Richie? 40, allegedly. I'm as old as the Super Bowl. Oh, 53? Whoa, Whoa. go back to the magic rectangle. 52. Magic rectangle.
1: I don't... All right, I'm higher, I'm pointing, higher. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: What? Oh. Lawrence Taylor's number? 56. Yeah, in July. Okay,
1: all mm, right. I, well, I, I think I'm, I'm past middle age because... I'm going
2: I'm, to be 50 next
1: month, all right. so, you know, yeah, so we're middle, all... Yeah, middle, what, age, what is is middle like age 35 and a Whatever. half.
0: Depends when you die.
2: Thir,
1: you gotta, 37? got to get to the
0: end and work backwards, I think
2: 37 is probably middle age.
1: <laughs> well, anyway, they <laughs> tend to be middle-aged men. Just to be clear, however, these aren't the only individuals who display signs of a-holery. The team surveyed nearly 400 people. It's because
0: we've seen enough.
1: We're tired of bottling it up. Asking each one about the biggest a-hole in their life and the personality traits they displayed regularly. Respondents most often claim these people are manipulative, aggressive, and entitled. I just have to say, before I go on any further with this subject and this article, or with you guys or with the listeners, that... It is entirely difficult to read this article on air because they actually spell out the word that I can't say. So if I'm a little slower or if I'm stuttering a bit, bear with me because I have to uh, acquiesce to the state. (laughs) Because
0: you're an a-hole. Because, yeah, I'm an a-hole. And it'd be ironic if he had to dump himself. (laughs) I have dumped myself before. Free Talk Live! I'm sure I will dump
1: myself again. The Captain Continues. Are a-holes one step away from being psychopaths? (laughs) Yes. Study authors say... One step? Jeez. (laughs) Study authors say two traits respondents mentioned, manipulation and irresponsibility, are concerning because a-holes aren't the only ones displaying them. These two traits in particular are major factors in expert profiles of psychopathic, antisocial, and narcissistic personality disorders. What were they again? Manipulation, manipulation and irres- yeah, irresponsible I'm I'm I mean I think I'm irresponsible, but most people who know me are like, dude, you're one of the most responsible people I've ever met. It's because you're punctual. People yeah, you're on time. Confused. You're
2: on time all the time.
1: Uh and manipulation, I don't know that anybody can accuse me of manipulating oh, them.
0: No. Totally my thing. Really? I want to say that it's uh you know childhood. Like, my parents were divorced. Mm-hmm. So it was easy. Oh, you were di- playing
1: them against each other? From
0: a very young
1: age. Did you do the thing where you're like, hey, mom, dad said it's okay with him if it's okay mm-hmm. with you if <laughs> I go and do the thing? And they're like, well, only if it's okay with your father. And then you'd be like, hey, dad, mom <laughs> said it's okay with her if it's okay with
0: you if I go do the thing? No, because they were divorced. I didn't oh. have to do that at all. Oh. I just, my my dad was way too strict. And I just, when I'd go to my mom's house, I'm like, free fair game because she wanted to, like, play the get back thing. Ah. Right. Whatever he said you can't do, you just do here. Ah, okay. All right? right, I got you. You're grounded, except when you're at my house. It sounds more like you were <laughs> the one
1: being manipulated than you manipulating
0: them. But it's a learned behavior. That's true. So I've, I used it then, and I continue to use it. Plastic? Manipulative? Is that manip- manipulative, or Are you? am
1: I? No, yeah. no,
2: I don't manipulate anybody. Okay, do whatever you want.
1: I know you manip- manipulate things in your day job. You know, like oh, uh, compressor. Yeah, you have to of... manipulate
2: equipment, but uh, <laughs> I don't.
1: I don't manipulate the talent. They do whatever they want. I Why just is kinda... it called manipulation? Manipulation. Isn't that sexist? Shouldn't it just be called ipulate? The the use they and <laughs> their is it, is it manipulate the I, ipulation. What manipulation? Gender free <laughs> ipulation. <laughs> People didn't really have very much trouble figuring out who the biggest a-hole in their life was, (laughs) says lead author Brinkley Sharp. Very sharp of you, by the way, Brinkley, Mm -hmm. in a media release. Along with certain middle-aged men, the survey found half of the biggest a-holes respondents know personally are their exes, their old bosses, and even estranged family members. Oh, that's not fair.
0: It's all the people that already hate them are the ones going (laughs) like, well, that's the a-hole.
1: Have you ever driven in really horrible city traffic on 95 Uh, or even ridden in a car highway? Probably
0: not as bad as yours. Well, yeah,
1: but you have. Right. And have you ever noticed that it's always the other guy? That's the a-hole. It's never never the driver. It's never you or whoever's driving the car you're in. George Carlin said, right? If someone's driving
0: slower than you, they're an a-hole. If they're driving faster than you, they're an a-hole. That's
1: right. (laughs) Very good with the Carlin. Wow. Uh Along, uh, no, we talked about that on average, <laughs> participants didn't think that they were very close to these individuals, which makes sense because these people are being described as having pretty aversive behavior sharpettes. For one in three people, unfortunately, the biggest a-holes they know are still a constant presence in their lives. <laughs>
0: That's what happens when it's
1: family. These annoying individuals
0: If include... you're in a room with relatives and you don't know who the a-hole is... Right. Or it's a boss. I mean, you're working for the person. What are you going to do? Every like, boss is an
1: a-hole. Yeah. I mean... These annoying individuals include co-workers, friends, and even their current romantic partner. Oh. <laughs> that... I mean, okay, having been a musician and hung around with like, oh, I don't know, like outlaw type bikers and, and that kind of thing. Real a-holes. I, I, I can tell you that that for whatever reason, the hottest women gravitate towards the biggest a-holes. Oh. Okay. Like, I don't know what that's about.
0: Manipulation. I Or womanipulation. Womanipulation. I guess I'm not a big enough a-hole though. Yeah.
1: Gotta work I, I, All right. I feel you. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what really makes someone an a-hole? It's quite possible one person thinks someone's a complete jerk while their friend actually likes them. With that in mind, study authors looked at the actions of these individuals uh, and what you no, know, the authors looked at the actions these individuals take, which rub everyone around them the wrong way. Along with noting the top three behaviors people say makes someone an a-hole, the group had to answer these three questions. Do you think the person knows their behavior bothers people? Do you think that person cares that their behavior bothers people? (laughs) And do you think that person could change their behavior if they really wanted to? Those are three good questions, right? Uh, When when I was in corporate uh, management, they would put us through these management trainings every year or so, and they would talk about addressing the behavior. Never address the person Right? And never be like, Steve, you're a total screw-up. You can't do anything right. No. Steve, you have managed to screw up multiple <laughs> orders in a row. This is a behavior we need to address. So I'm not like calling you an a-hole. I'm calling your behavior an a-hole. Right. <laughs> like, like, Walks like listen- a dog,
0: talks like a dog. We're
2: going to listen to those sales calls and yeah. see how you've been. It was a way for them to
1: avoid uh, lawsuits. And Understood. And Brian, it's not
0: you. HR is a fascinating <laughs> topic. Until you actually need them right for no, something then they're not an employee side. that's the important thing you got to know yeah. like
1: hr is there to protect the company not you not you, you. Yeah. Yeah. like yeah. I, I remember saying this to an hr person like look i'm a human and i need some damn resources will you help me or not <laughs> <You know? laughs> and they were like, oh, I, 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 I'm like okay you yeah. know
0: anyway right. you sound manipulative i i digress you were the resource and i sound angry <laughs> you were the resource that they're managing you the human being <laughs> yeah. are, is the resource of the company you were disposable It's interesting, this is a quote now, it's interesting to me that the behaviors people are keying in
1: on sort of run the gamut, Sharp says. When we talk about personality, the a-hole was described as somebody who is not agreeable and is angry. When we talk about behaviors, the a-hole was not necessarily being antagonistic towards people, but they just didn't really care what others were thinking or how they were perceived by others. Another common theme is that a-holes often struggle to control their anger, are often irresponsible, or hold bigoted opinions. However, the researchers also found that respondents have many complaints which are specific to their own world view. Is the captain an a-hole? We'll find out right
2: after these messages. (laughs)
1: 603-283-6160 is the number. Join us. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. You are listening to Free Talk Live. The telephone number here in the studio is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Use it or lose it. As some people like to call it, the terrorist hotline. The domestic, terrorist oh domestic. That's right. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You caught me off guard there. But you can call from anywhere, international. Yeah, you don't have you to know, be whatever. domestic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can. Just dial- or you could be feral. You could be a feral caller, mm-hmm. just roaming the yeah. wild, and 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 you want to call. It's fine. It's not limited to domestic call collect
2: six zero three two eight. 289 call collect. No, don't, don't call. No, don't, don't call. call.
1: We are not accepting the charges uh, for collect calls. <laughs> What a horrible idea, All right. classic. Call well,
2: 1-800. We've done it
1: before. <laughs> yeah, but only if we knew like
0: the caller, you know what I mean? And they were like, calling from jail.
2: Yeah, if they're in prison, they can call collect.
1: No, that's not... No? no. All right, never mind. No, if you're we're a we're domestic just, terrorist, you can We're not call. just going to take anybody's collect call. It's <laughs> not going to happen. All well, right. you're the
2: call screener, aren't you? So you could determine. You,
0: you could reject the
1: call. I'm just, you I don't want call. a whole bunch of people suddenly calling <laughs> collect. collect. So still don't a thing? Think,
0: don't do it.
2: You, Is really that's still a you're thing? You're setting call? off the pranksters. Like, My I'd like God, to call collect. Man. I thought do that you, was like a 70s term.
0: You really are showing your age. Oh. 1-800-COLLECT. 1-800-CALL-ATT. <laughs> you know, are you trying to be an a-hole? <laughs> I already am. Are you I living, up, I mean, are you, you living up
1: to the three things they've outlined? It's an autobiography,
0: is it?
2: I don't know. No, I think that the second bullet point was great. Which was? Uh, you don't care what other, what other people think about you. Nice. Right? Yeah. I don't care.
0: A very libertarian of you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't care. Call I, me
2: whatever. Yeah, Dox either. me whatever. I don't care.
1: All right, well, we will get back to this article about uh, what makes a person an a-hole, but let's go to some of your calls and thoughts. We've got Catherine calling from new jersey Catherine. you're on free talk live
7: i am and i was i just found this program minding my own business coming home from my granddaughter's house Um, uh well thanks for listening (laughs) i was surprised to get through i mean wow but anyway i had purchased this vehicle which was a plug-in hybrid Mm -hmm. and i was promised seven thousand five hundred dollars in 2017, I think, and then I got another car in 2019. I think I don't know. Was
0: that like but the tax well, credit that you were expecting, or
7: that's the tax credit? Okay. The um, uh, federal credit. It's a federal credit, right? Okay. I don't even know who to call, but I never received the money. The week before last, I went over there and I said, "Listen, I need to do this. They're going to want me to get another car. That's the thing. They keep me roped in. Meanwhile, my car payment is." through the roof because of the fact that every two years, they put me in another car and they pay the balance. That's fine. But my tax man, I tried to have him put, you know, put it on there. And it was just real crazy. So he gave me another email address. I emailed the person. I've never received a response back. Now, that's a lot of money twice. Seven thousand five hundred yeah. to turn around and, and. But anyway, anyway, I've been really having a rough year because I never received my income tax. It got lost in the mail, so I'm going over to the dealership, which I probably need to go higher to find out where is this federal credit or tax credit, which happens to be seven thousand five hundred for the vehicle that I have right now. I don't even know how that
1: works. Is it a rebate? Well, hang on. How long ago were you supposed to get
7: I think they got me by the ears because when I go in there, they make it sound really good.
1: How long ago were you supposed to get this money, Catherine? How long ago?
0: How long has it been?
7: And it was the toughest time I ever seen
0: this year. Well, she said it happened twice. Yeah. So it sounds like she goes in for a vehicle. They promise her the credit, they don't give it to her, and then they trade in the vehicle, but they're not no, giving her fair value for it. my salesman
7: passed away from COVID, and he was a wonderful salesman. But I don't have any, you know, I don't have any. I, I think you just know, your
2: your bill of sale to your uh, certified public accountant would uh, would qualify for that tax credit if you have the right government form.
7: I have a certified. I had to get another certified um, CPA. Due to the fact that the other guy wasn't even a CPA, he was just a real estate man, and I didn't know that. But it all came out. I would buy a but diesel I don't truck.
2: Think he knew what he was doing. <laughs> buy a diesel truck from Elon. From Elon.
7: <laughs> I have really, really good diesel truck. I have really, allegedly really, really those batteries are
2: filled with diesel. The, the batteries are full of diesel, allegedly. Allegedly.
7: Well, they don't want to know who I am because last <laughs> last August I fell and broke my hip and had to have a hip replacement. So they don't know that, but I, <laughs> I still, whatever, I still, all winter, this whole year was real tight for me because I told you I'm a senior, and I am retired, mm. and I was working before, you know, some little jobs or whatever, which would work, you know. So I really don't know what to do. I'm sure I'm not the only one going through this.
0: Not with inflation the way it is. <clears throat> yeah. Like that's, that's hitting everybody.
1: I uh, I I wish you the best of luck. I don't know what to tell you other than you get your paperwork in order. You know, go hire at the dealership. Uh, you know, escalate it as far as you can. Try and get your money back. And if that doesn't work for you, then perhaps it's time to consult uh, something like an attorney okay. or even somebody locally. I know often uh, television stations will
0: have like a consumer advocate, that type that, of a thing. That's if she's actually getting like raked over the coals. Right, I don't know how those rebates work. If it's just built into the sale price, I don't know either. But and her monthly payments are dropped down because of it. Yeah, I, she's getting. In,
1: I don't know the details of it, but if I'm in her position, those are the things that I would do. And thanks okay. for the call, Catherine. We appreciate it.
2: Uh, I would just. I mean, if you any any type of tax credit that you, that you're given, I know that I had solar hot water tax credit, solar incentives tax credit. Yeah. You have to have your receipts. And then there's a portion you have to itemize your taxes. If you just have a a job with a 1040, and you just do your taxes very easily, right? It's it's difficult to get that tax credit. But I itemize everything and file extensions and whatever. But you put that stuff in to a form. I don't know whatever the form number is, but yeah.
1: There's also this thing where dealerships will go. uh, You know, if you buy a car today, we'll give you you know five
2: thousand dollars cash
1: back. Oh, because they take the tax credit. That kind of a thing, right. And then they turn and they, it
0: in. They, <laughs> they give you 5000
2: and they, they, get, they get But 75%. then why would
0: you not just apply that to the purchase of the car? Well, okay. So I don't have a lot of experience buying cars. My understanding is that the dealers have like the price that they're going to sell it to you at. And then all those credits and whatnot, they just use that as the markdown. Right. So if the, if the sticker price is like 25000 they know they're going to sell it to you for 20000 Right, then every promotion that they can think goes of goes back it to just that five grand goes into the five grand somewhere.
2: Right. Right.
0: Right. Because I remember one time I said like you know, they had a promotion for like new college graduates. We're like, bring your diploma. And I had <laughs> that in my back pocket. I like negotiated everything, got the price on it. Oh, by the way, here's like the five hundred dollar more on for the diploma. The, and they didn't. Right. It was like, Oh, we it just goes apply towards that the... towards whatever we already had. There's a reason why the, the street term
1: for dealerships is dealerships. Yeah, <laughs> I I have several friends who work in the automotive industry, and while they have been gainfully employed in this industry for the majority of their lives, they themselves refer to them as dealerships. In fact, if I call them for advice, they're like, "Oh, it sounds like it might be something for the dealership to address." You know that. Yeah. yeah. You know that's the common language they use. So, um, I a long time ago when I found out that if you buy a brand new car and you just drive off the lot, you've lost like, you know, right, know 25% of the to Bring it back vehicle, and return it whatever. two days later.
0: Like, whoa. Yeah, like as soon as I found that out I'm like, why would you ever buy a new car? Well, because now used cars are more expensive than new cars. Right. right. Uh,
1: okay, but are they really? No. Yes. no. You yes, can't. You can't buy a
0: $5,000 brand new car. You're right. But you you also can't really find a five thousand dollar used car at the dealerships anymore. Like well, the used no the but used car prices. Who buys
2: a have... used car at a dealership? Okay. Well, unless it's people. a certified that the dealer goes through it and all that.
1: Again, you know? I, what I'm saying is I'm, I am I never buy from dealerships. Okay. I stay away from it. I will take a car into a dealership if there's something like recall work to be done uh, or if it's something only the dealership can address Sometimes the they have, you know, I don't know, computers on board. And, and you're not you know, going to get a warranty things.
0: out of cash sale either. Right. So it's, you know caveat emptor to the max
2: are e-bikes more expensive than used cars
1: 603-283-6160 more free talk live is coming up (laughs)
0: car talk live oh wait no free talk (laughs) live sometimes you get burned on cash sales
1: 603-283-6160 are used car salesmen a-holes
0: yes they have a reputation Uh, as such i've seen matilda that guy was an a-hole i
1: i i've never known a dude to be named matilda
0: oh no the movie matilda
1: I, I, don't I don't know, know what mind. you're talking about. Don't yeah. even worry about it then.
0: Okay. No.
1: I don't know. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain, Steve Classic. And Richie Rich. Let's go to the phones and the fun. We you have Major Payne calling from Michigan Major. You're on Free Talk Live.
9: Yeah. You guys remember just a couple of days ago, I called him with a news flash from the A&H News Network. And uh, Ian asked me what that stood for, and I thought for a second, and I said, well, astute and honorable, of course. And then he went in. He went into a little something. Something. I said, "Well, I just made it up, dude. It could stand for the ass and hole network. And here you guys have created your own. How uh-huh. do you like that?"
1: Uh, Major, are you an a-hole?
9: I've been accused of said same. Uh, here, I I I got a trifecta for you. Based on the paw on my a, cheek. When, when I was just a pup, there was uh homosexuals heterosexuals and bisexuals right
0: okay that's all you need so I
9: invent I invented a new class I says we're gonna have trisexuals try anything buddy buddy mind me well, what are you, what are you talking about and Willis you know and I says well that's somebody that'll try any damn thing but, uh, I knew it that right there might have qualified me for a double-a award I don't know
1: <laughs> well what what um, are you really calling about tonight
9: well Back about 15, 20 years ago, when PBS actually told you the truth, you could generally believe most of the stuff they came across with. There was a study, and I don't know if they interviewed 10,000 people or 1,000 people or whatever, but they asked them if they thought they had common sense. And uh, 7 out of 10 says, yeah, I think I got common
5: sense. Mm -hmm.
9: Well, then they gave gave them a paper test to see if they actually – ascertained and 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 had what they thought they had and uh it turns out only three of the seven did <laughs> so the moral of the story is seven out of the ten people walking around you were blithering idiots and you better watch your furry ass <laughs> but the older i get
0: yeah the less i think, it's another Carlin thing. think about how dumb the average person is they have the population yeah. is dumber than that yeah
9: Oof. the uh the uh well, it's gotten worse now with all the stuff and putting in the water and whatnot, fluoride and everything the other damn thing. Chemtrails. But, uh,
1: chemtrails. COVID cool yeah, vaccines. Chemtrails.
9: Um. Anyway, you guys are distracting me from my thoughts. We we tend um, to
1: do that from time to time.
9: Yeah, I, I know. I'm I, welcome to the world of Babylon. Frat talk live. Um. So anyway, uh, it, yeah. So um this this takes me to my point of am I, and he said middle-aged men and whatnot. Well, if you do possess common sense and you're surrounded by idiots for most of your life, your patience tends to wear a mite thin. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. My, my tolerance for idiocism has gotten way low.
1: Yeah. I I can't really disagree with any of that. In fact, the older I get, the lower my tolerance for um. Uh, just uh, even idiocracy. S- yeah, idiot. Yeah, simple. Idiot- that's, that's why Grandpa that's can hit on like, the waitresses. I, I had,
9: <laughs> dude, I had that word coined. I was gonna spit that out. Damn <laughs> Steve. Uh, yeah, it, Steve. Ah.
1: Yeah. The it, advance
9: idiot- of idiocracy. That's exactly what we got here. <laughs> yeah. And we're idiocracy. giving them checks and paying them to breed.
1: <laughs> it is one of the best portmanteaus ever invented. Uh, it is, of course, uh, you know, portmanteau of idiot and democracy. Or anyocracy, right? Mike Judge. Yeah, idiocracy. Uh, But my tolerance for, or my patience with people for, like, the most mundane things, right? Like, I, I bumped into a cashier the other day at a gas station who couldn't, you know how, like, you count your change backwards? Yep. Right, mm-hmm. and they go, oh, your total was fifteen oh four, and they you start with the change up to the dollar 16, amount. Right, 18, 20. 18, 20 Right, yeah. you know, they didn't know how to do that. Yeah, they struggled with even like getting the bills out of the register. Right, and I'm just like,
0: are are you new? And no, I've been here for like a year. And I'm like, so, Ow, just give me three dollars. So you know? similar thing in a Jack in a Box drive-through. Right, like I knew how I knew what the total was. I knew what what change I had. And I went, okay, I don't have enough to, to cover it, but I know I want like two quarters back. So I gave the dude like enough so I got 50 cents in change or mm-hmm. something like that. And my son was in the car next to me. I went, watch this. He's not going to figure Can't this figure out. It out. And so I give him the money and it's like more than he expects because there's like the bills and the change. He's like, <laughs> I'm uh, supposed to s- give you the change. Sure, your total's only like, you know, 1875 or whatever. I'm like, just punch in the numbers, man. Yeah. You know, just, you you have the computer there, type in what I handed you (laughs) and hand back what the machine says. Yeah. You know, it's just like, Oh, you know, and I get my, (laughs) I get my two quarters back and I look over at my son going, see, see,
1: morons. Now, now I think like, I I don't want to be too critical of too many people because I worked in, you know, low level, you know, customer facing jobs uh, as a youth and I was stoned out of my gourd for a lot okay. of that time, and so I imagine I did some pretty like, oh wow, man, like I had my moments and stuff. So just push the button; I'm the machine sure, doesn't work for you. I'm sure that there were people, you know, like me then, who I was the a hole, you know, at that point. So I don't want to be too critical because I'm human and I make mistakes. But at the same time, my patience does wear thin the older I get, Major.
9: Captain, I was a pizza driver for years and years back in the '80s, and I made change out of my head. I was never more than eleven cents off in my pocket, right? <laughs> and uh, here's another. Here's a joke I came up with in the late '80s. What's the quickest way to take out a college student?
0: Rounding the Steal Steals his batteries. Oh. oh, from the Steals calculator. Batteries. <laughs>
9: Steals batteries. Yep. My brain is dead. I can no longer function. <laughs>
2: Now let's take away the magic rectangle. Uh, hey
1: Major, thanks for the call. Uh <laughs> he goes by Major Payne. Perhaps we change his name to Major Ahole. What do you think? No? no. Lieutenant.
3: Okay. Maybe. Lieutenant?
2: Yeah, let's lieutenant, but that's Blue. how they say it in, in England. Lieutenant. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. It's Lieutenant, but it's the British why is way to be even spelled like that. Right, colonial oh. or lieutenant. It's Lieutenant. Why is Colonel uh, spelled Colonel Colonel? Col- Col-
1: Col- 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 I have no idea why it's spelled like that or pronounced <laughs> like that for that matter. But this happens. But Captain per- is
0: Captain. Just per- spell it like the popcorn. Well it's actually Colonel. spelled
1: Captain. El capitaine Yeah, like if it was spelled the way it sounds, it'd be like C A P T E N. Sure. Yeah. Captain. Captain.
0: Yeah. That would make more sense anyway, because like if you look at words in the dictionary, they spell it differently to show you how to pronounce it. Right. Well, and they, they should, should just the spell right- it like the pronunciation. <laughs> exactly. And then you don't have to worry about the extra steps. Yeah,
1: right. Good point.
0: Yeah. It's a good point. I think you should publish your own
1: dictionary, <laughs> the Richie Rich Coming soon to a magic rectangle near you.
2: Um,
1: I, Steve. I'm, I'm trying to I'm
2: trying to think of something with Richie Rich, but uh, I don't know. Uh, will, will I be back in the in the in the seat when we come back from break? <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> 603 Get new material six one six zero free talk live more coming up.
2: just realized that my chair was on the ground so i just got a little lift here so it's a different view i have to tell you that most of the
1: time the ground is your friend why you know because you can't
0: fall off the ground (laughs) most of the time how fast you get to it jeez i'll take your word for it (laughs) like if i'm easing my way down to the ground fine but if it's a swift no but if you're you're on the ground okay the ground is your friend, right. because okay. you're
1: not going to fall off Right, the ground. You have nowhere else
0: to go. But I've fallen into the ground while being on the ground, and that's painful.
1: Well, that just means you're well-grounded. Okay. <laughs> 603-283-6160. This is Free Talk Live. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. Steve Classic. And Richie Rich. You can join liberty-minded, voluntarists, anarchists, libertarians, and other freedom-minded individuals June 27th through July 3rd for the 6th annual ForkFest at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which sold out for the first time in 2021, but ForkFest takes place the week after Pork Fest, and ForkFest is decentralized, and that means no one is in charge, and there's no ticket cost. All you have to do to join the fun is reserve your camping site, your RV site, or your motel room with Rogers Campground for June 27th through July 3rd. There's no better place to celebrate Independence Day than around other freedom-loving activists in the Shire. You can find out more at the unofficial website ForkFest.Party. You can also connect with other attendees on the ForkFest Telegram and the Matrix chat rooms as well. All of that can be found at ForkFest.party. We hope to see you there again. ForkFest.party. I am say looking forward to Say that three times fast. That, that, that. No, ForkFest.
0: <laughs> no, not on the air. ForkFest, ForkFest, ForkFest. Wow, you're good. You have a dirty mind, Steve. <laughs> All right, say North Fork. No. Okay. Three times fast. <laughs>
1: All right, so we were talking A-hole. about... a Yeah, we <laughs> were talking... Speaking of A-holes. We're, we're really illustrating <laughs> yes. this article. Wow. This here. is an example. Uh, so uh, another common theme is that A-holes often struggle to control their anger, are often irresponsible, and hold bigoted opinions. However, the researchers also found that the respondents have many complaints which are specific to their own world view. These included people calling someone an a hole because they don't wear face masks or <laughs> voted for a controversial figure like Donald Trump. <laughs> Where did this article come from? Study masks. finds. It's a, a study. study. Yeah.
2: Who paid for that study? Democrats. Yeah.
1: Quote, there's clearly a lot of variation in how people use this
0: word, unquote. Sharp concludes. That's the guy who wrote this article, I believe. If you've ever attacked a flight attendant who told you to put your mask on, well, I've you never been an a hole. Yeah, I've never attacked a flight attendant. Okay. Like, why would I attack a flight For any reason. It turned into a thing during COVID, man. Yeah, right. True. There were articles mask on. There were articles left and right. I did stop flying once the... Uh, well, that's why you yeah. hadn't encountered a flight attendant who told you to put your mask With
1: on. With one exception, I... Uh, okay, no, two exceptions. I stopped flying as soon as the TSA became a thing.
0: That was a long time. Right. Yeah. You had
1: to go through the
2: barbecue scanner and all that. Yeah.
1: So yeah. there were there were two times that I flew since then. One was to fly back home uh for a family thing, uh, and then the other one was of course to fly here when I relocated from the West Coast, the Seattle area, to New Hampshire. So I packed up all my stuff, put it in one of these uh pods, these you know, on demand storage things that you you know, they show up at your door and drop one at your you know, at the street corner, and you load all your stuff in it, they come and take it away. So my stuff left before I did. Yep. And then uh-huh. I got here before my stuff did and had to wait, like, another <laughs> week. With stuff no stuff. stuff. <laughs> so I, I had no stuff for, like, a week before I left. And then I left, and then I got here, and I still had no stuff for, like, another week until my stuff showed up. So it was interesting. But that's how I, that's how I did the trip.
0: Similar experience, but from Hawaii. So an extra couple of weeks. Ooh, yeah. Because wow. they had to ship it. Like oh, and that ship, I yes.
1: spent 22 years in the, we'll call it the Seattle area, I'd been to Oregon, I had been up to uh, BC, I just stepped foot uh, into uh, Canada there once, uh, because I could, and it was well before you had to, like, you know give your left arm and prove right. that you're, you know, I don't know, biologically correct or something before your you could cross passports. the board. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, I just went with my Washington driver's license. I, they right in. I was yeah. able to right. cross the border, and it was not a big deal. And wow. I had some beers, and I came back, and pff, no big deal. Um, so, yeah, used to be a lot freer than it is now. Yeah.
2: That's what I mean, if you get in the southern border, you can do that, right? You just walk right in. You don't need to show anything. You just cut a hole in the fence first. Right, you just yeah. walk you right Mexico in. Mexico. Yeah, I mean, you could have some oh, beers and then know. go back, but why go back? You could just keep drinking beer here for I free.
1: I don't know. I think the U.S.— portion of the border crossings are are the more militant than i think the the mexicans that i have whatever you know yeah. did,
0: did you guys cover the story of, about um the governor of texas dropping off the people being uh oh in dc in dc oh <laughs> I heard about oh that. uh wait what did he, he dropped off one? Abbott, there were there what? were um I- illegal immigrants for lack of a better term like being released from the detention facilities, the federal detention facilities. Oh, the busloads of people. And he bust them to DC yeah. to let them off over there. Yeah,
1: yeah that That's that great. was covered. Okay. Uh, I, I at least touched on it I think yesterday, but I think somebody else covered it earlier in the okay. week, yeah. I went back and listened to all the, the documents. The other, the other of the week. thing
2: he's doing is stopping traffic and inspecting every single vehicle coming across the border. Now, I don't know if he is it's doing so it. His department of whatever is
0: doing that. The governor of Texas is manning the border himself. Uh, yes, he's
2: there inspecting tires and tire pressure. Your tire pressure is low. You have to go back.
0: All right. Um, That's how you know that there's a lot of Mexicans in the truck because of, <laughs> the tire pressure is low. We're not going to have enough time
1: to cover a bunch of these other stories for Speed show
3: round.
1: prep. Yeah, go to the lightning round. All right. Um, so we talked about the a-holes. Uh this from the Charlotte Observer. Woman accused of killing actually we'll come accused. back to that. We'll come oh, back to that. Oh, oh, we'll come back right. to that. Uh there's an article from <laughs> NY Yeah. NYmag.com lockdown in Shanghai uh where some residents of Shanghai actually describe the insane conditions. Uh I'll just give you a quick synopsis. Synopsis. Residents were allowed out of their apartments only to take PCR tests, few businesses could operate. People struggled to obtain basic necessities like medical supplies, elderly support, and food. Most restaurants and supermarkets were no longer able to deliver. Local authorities then took charge of food distribution, making residents dependent on government-organized food packages.
0: Too late to fight back, man. By the time they've got you disarmed and starving.
1: Yeah. People quickly chafed. I don't know what the... definition of chafed is outside of like you know your thighs (laughs) rubbing together or something (laughs) people quickly chafed when they started to sing and chant on their balconies the government sent up a drone with a megaphone that repeated please repress the soul's yearning for freedom wow can you imagine you're you're being locked down by your government (laughs) it's a rough translation yeah and they send up a drone because you're singing on your balcony And, you want be.
0: You're yearning to be set free, and and they're like, please, please repress your soul's <laughs> yearning for freedom. This is not the Chinese way. Repress that
1: freedom urge. So anyway, that wow. you can see that over at NY Mag uh, from the AP. Uh, there's actually a video attached to this article, but a Michigan cop uh, on black man's back fatally shot him. Uh, a black man face down. Uh, on the ground was fatally shot in the back of the head by a Michigan police officer the violent climax of a traffic stop we call that an execution a brief by the way. foot chase and a struggle over a stun gun according to videos of the april 4th incident released on wednesday patrick loya 26 was killed outside of a house in grand rapids michigan executed the white officer repeatedly ordered loya to let go of his taser at one point demanding to drop the taser Citing a need for transparency, the city's new police chief Eric winstrom released four videos including critical footage of the shooting or execution recorded by passengers. Just, by don't, a passenger run. In Just don't run from car. the cops.
0: They won't execute you. That's all. Just and
1: uh New York Lieutenant Governor resigns after bribery charges. Yay for the resignation. We need less politicians in this world in my opinion. 603-283-6160.
2: Will the lightning round continue?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're back. It is <laughs> Free Talk Live. Then? It's the <laughs> Sunday Night Edition final segment. Uh, you might not be able to get on unless you're already on hold. Uh, but we are here seven nights a week, 7 p.m. until 10 p.m. It's always better for you to call earlier than later, as for whatever reason,
0: a lot of folks tend to call towards the end of the program. And like that other caller lamented, right? Like she got through really, really easily. Yeah. You get through really easy. But All also, too,
1: like, if you, if you get on the air and you get to say some stuff and we let you go, don't take it personally. This is a radio show. We have to move on to stuff. We have to keep things moving. You know? So don't. Yes. Exactly. So don't take it personally. But you can always call again another day. The only real rule that we have here is, well, don't say any of the bad words that you can't say on radio. And you only get one call per day. Yeah. Those are
0: the only rules that we have. So. But if you call seven nights a week and you get like a three-minute spot, you get like 20 minutes of radio time a week. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. I'll take your word for it.
1: In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Steve Classic. And Richie Rich. Uh, Before we go on with the show, I want to say thank you to Jonathan. Jonathan is a silver-level amplifier. Uh, That means he has visited amps.freetalklive.com and decided that he liked the program enough that he was going to contribute some money towards advertising, marketing, supporting, and promoting.
0: Promoting? Not in that order. Promoting and supporting. (laughs)
1: AMPS.freetalklive.com. You know, we only ask for five bucks a month. You can give more. It's a Patreon type of a page over there. So if you enjoy the show, if you enjoy the characters, the content, the perspective of freedom, liberty, prosperity, and peace that we bring, please consider becoming an amplifier and helping us get onto more radio stations and promoting uh, Free Talk Live worldwide. Amps.freetalklive.com. Thank you again, Jonathan, for your contribution.
0: There's a variety of hosts. I'm sure one of them is going to end up being your favorite odds are good <laughs> odds are good uh let's
1: go to chris in colorado chris you're on free talk live how's it going what's on your mind tonight chris
10: uh there are so many things that are frustrating me so many issues
1: we'll pick one discuss.
10: uh well first of all we could talk about the price of fuel and how how high uh, is it in colorado
1: uh
10: we're For my area, 424 for regular. All
1: right. In in my area where I saw 399 on the way to the show tonight.
0: I pumped at 393 the other day, which has come down from the peak, right? Like a couple weeks ago, it was like over four. Okay. So
10: one of the issues that frustrates me is the, uh, where we are now and the the technology that we have, Mm -hmm. I, I cannot understand. Why I could like I could burn my I call them my CIA papers in a in a gas can in a in a trash can and when it's cold I light the fire I have to put the flame right on the fire and when the when when the 55 gallon drum is hot I pour a little gas on there I can hold my flame three feet away from the can and it ignites so I cannot understand. Why we are not heating our fuel, why we don't go to, why our government doesn't force NASA to come up with 150 miles of the gallon, and then we maybe trans, you know, traverse or, you know, go to maybe hydrogen. I do not think that batteries are the answer, I think that's uh, a scam for them to make money, um, the, the, the carbon trail for making the batteries, the mining, it destroys the planet more. Yeah. And
1: So my, so f- what, first of all, I, I want to address your, your bit about, you know, why doesn't the government for, well, I don't you. support the government forcing anybody <laughs> to do anything. And in fact, I think the solution to the problems that, that you're feeling and the ones that you just listed uh, could be resolved by getting government out of the way of the actual market, right? Yeah, uh,
10: uh, yeah right. Yeah, I mean, if, if, could you mean, imagine... Yeah, uh, the, science, the science, we have the science. Right. I'm just saying, we have the science, There, it's, it's out there, so that would just be better for humanity. I mean, they are not planning on flying Air Force One on batteries anytime soon, are they?
2: No, that's a, gal, a gallon a second, I think, that thing takes. But, I mean, <laughs> if you had a car manufacturer who came out today and said coming May 1st we have a 100 mile an hour or 100 mile per gallon vehicle we have 100,000 200,000 of them ready to roll out they would be sold out by the weekend
0: well you might be able to verify this steve being the elder statesman well, well yes like in the 70s right there were like <laughs> 19 cents a gallon <laughs> well not no 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 not that but like cars got 50 miles a gallon Mm, there were cars cars. maybe the the pinto maybe sure i don't know so the technology to get better gas mileage already exists what got in the way of that is all the excess safety regulations from the government weighing down the cheap light economy car that got good gas mileage which is why 30 seems like oh my goodness it's it's 30. 30 miles a gallon yeah it's because of the government regulation that got in the way Now, if you took that 1970s technology that got you 50 miles to the gallon and just thought, what could the free market have done in the 50 years since then? Mm. You're probably likely over 100 miles per gallon easy, absent state regulations. But
2: you have to have a catalytic converter
0: now. Chris?
10: Well, I think that, you know, instead of making all kinds of new cars, which nobody can afford to buy, I just looked at uh, a a Jeep Gladiator, $70,000. A uh, new Ford 150, what, what, the style that I would like, sixty, seventy grand. Yep. Yeah. Why don't we make new manifolds that we can just upgrade the vehicles that we're currently driving, so that we can get this economy, and we don't have to spend all this money and drive all the middle class broke. Yeah. You know,
1: to, I, again, it's or, because <laughs> it's because the the manufacturers of the vehicles today. Uh, have something called lobbyists, and this in turn makes it so the government favors them and not anybody else trying to infringe or compete with them or sure. even improve the existing products. And
0: thanks for the call, Chris. Well, and we there's also it. there's also nothing wrong with manufacturers coming out with new vehicles. Nothing at right? all. No. Like, nothing or an e bike.
2: You can get an e bike. Come if, on, man.
0: And especially those vehicles like work trucks. Right, those tend to be a little bit more expensive than the average, you know, consumer commuter car. So you might be you might be priced out of what you desire, uh, but you're not priced out of a vehicle necessarily.
1: All right, uh, being ADD and also being a bit of an a hole, apparently, I'm mm, going yeah. to switch topics now.
0: <sighs> ADD hole.
1: Every everybody <laughs> switch topics. Segway. This is known as a poor segue. Uh, a poor segue. Th- this from the Charlotte Observer. Oh. Richie, Rich, I brought this in specifically for you, so I figured I got to I gotta get Enjoy. to it. We only have a couple of minutes. Woman accused of killing two cyclists tells Utah cop she was uncontrollably
0: defecating. This is what I worry about Sarah on her e-bike.
1: <laughs> this is Utah, though, not Arizona. Understood. But, you know, it, Wait, this is ago. from the
0: Charlotte Observer?
1: Charlotte Observer. Wow. A 47-year-old woman accused of fatally hitting two bicyclists with her vehicle told Washington City officers she swerved when she began uncontrollably
0: defecating, Utah police said. I don't know if you've ever had to hold it a little bit longer than you wanted to, but if that, you know, unleashes.
2: That means taking out two
1: bicyclists. Prairie (laughs) dogging? Yeah, yeah, sure. (laughs) The two California men died after the crash at 2 p.m. Saturday, April 9th, police said in the news release. The brothers were competing in a bicycle race. Police did not release their names. They were hit by a Hyundai Genesis while Hyundai. riding westbound in the bicycle lane on Telegraph Street, the release said. The See, men were taken to a hospital but pronounced
0: dead. Here's another thing for safety reasons, right? I don't know why they allow bikes on the street with the 3,000 pound death machines, right? Like, I always, bikes should be on the sidewalk with the regular pedestrians because it's safer, right? Like, a car hitting a bike could be fatal. But a bike hitting a guy walking, where right, it's like, "Oh, you, you a hole, right? <laughs> right?" Like it turns into that. Right. So just keep them away from the three thousand pound death machines, right?
2: And the bikes don't pay taxes to keep the roads uh, improved.
1: Well, what in, what an affidavit, in an affidavit, police said the woman driving told them she was on medication for a number of illnesses, including irritable bowel syndrome, and began to uncontrollably defecate on herself while driving. The affidavit said she swerved into the bicycle lane, striking the two men, but continued driving because she could not get her vehicle to stop. The engine died a few hundred yards away. Uh, the woman told police she had been admitted to a hospital the previous day and put on fentanyl. Cars don't run on BS, but her story surely does. We're out of time. Thank you, Richie Rich. Thank you, Steve Classic, for being my co-host. Thank you to all the callers and all the listeners. We appreciate you. If you missed any part of the show, find us over at freetalklive.com. Listen to the archives or the digest. Thanks and peace.